Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing Arabian Nights, a miniseries that was made and released in 2000. Yeah, yeah it was a two-part miniseries um, done by Hallmark Entertainment. Hmm. And Hallmark is, what do you call it? I'd, I'd say it's a ra- rather good production company. It does a lot of telemovies and stuff. And, yeah. and it's made yeah. also mm. by Jim Hansen's crowd. Well, Jim Hansen was involved in it. I, wasn't, I don't think it was actually made by them, but I think they were involved in some of the, um, some of, some of the parts of production. Yes. Don't get me wrong, guys. This is a, this is a live... It has humans it's, it's human, in it. It's mainly, it's all human beings. Yeah, no but, puppeteering. But there is a genie world. and a few things there, and I think that's probably where the Jim Hansen stuff came in. Hmm. Yeah. That sort of stuff. That yeah. sort of stuff, mm-hmm. yes. So there's no puppeteering, just so you know. No, Sweetums isn't there, and Dr. Teeth isn't there, and no. Animal's not there. No, uh, Kim the Frog is there. Oh, uh, no, Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Okay. Yeah. Who would it be funny if they actually did a Raven Nights using the Muppets? Now, wouldn't that be something, folks? Eh? Maybe they're in development process by now. <laughs> I hope not. No, no, yeah, it'd be really good, wouldn't it? Yeah, but uh, I yeah, think yeah, it would probably yeah. go directly to video or onto well, television. Yes, yeah, yeah, Netflix or something or, or other. Something. Yeah. Whatever. I think. Anyway, um, let's get on to the story. Um, oh, wait a minute. I mean, Produced by blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I let's always get do into, that. Let's get yeah. on to who stars, directs, recon- and writes it. I'll give some recognition where it's due. Now, now, produced by Dyson Lovell. Now, obviously, he probably works for HBO or something or other. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, uh, directed by uh, Steve Barron. Hmm. And uh, screenplay was by... Uh, Peter Barnes. Obviously, he's adapted the Arabian Nights tales, uh, so it's more of an adaptation, I would say, than actually screenplay. Uh, but as as it opens up and everything, Sarah's going to tell you a story, but it's pretty much a series of stories within a story. Yeah. Uh, that's the best way to put it, isn't it? Yeah, I, last night, me and Mike, we were talking about it, and we were tra- trying to work out whether this was an, another anthology movie. It, yeah, I mean, these sort of, it, stories within stories aren't necessarily anthologies, so, um, but because they're, um, yeah, it, it's, it's an easy word to throw around, so I wouldn't actually call this an anthology. Mm, I suppose not. But anyway, mm. um, I, well, I won't go through everybody in the movie. Mm. Which is there are lots many. of people, but I'll give you the main stars. <laughs> so, what we have here is Millie Avatar plays Shahrazad, and she plays a mighty fine roles. He's very mm. good, actually. And Doug Ray Scott, he plays for well, now. Okay, okay. Sharia, Sharia, Sharia. I think uh, is the Sultan to. Uh, uh, to, whose uh, story this is all running around, which Sarah will talk to, talk to you about in a minute. Mm. And he also plays a beggar in one of the uh, small stories. Mm. Alan Bates plays a storyteller who uh, shows or instructs Shahrazad on how to make a gripping tale work. Mm. Um, I won't go through the other people's roles and everything, but James Frain's in it, uh, Peter Guinness, Jason Lee Scott. John Leguizamo's in it. Uh, I, don't know, I hope it's the right pronunciation. Uh, Rufus Sewell's in it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you remember we talked about him in is, our last podcast. He's in Dark City, and he was in that... Um, that Night's Tale. Night's Tale. I've got yeah, the movies mixed up here. Uh, yeah, he, he does get around, and he plays a good role, and he's quite good in this one, actually. Um, 
it's really hard to play a period piece like this, but uh, and most of the people do quite well. And it's tongue in cheek. It's not strictly to the letter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. Well, it is what it is. It's it's it's, it's a good fun movie. Um, I can't say too much before uh, Sarah uh, takes off and starts telling you the good bits. Um, yeah, I think I'll leave it to her now. Um, actually, it was filmed on location, I yeah. believe. Um, my little notes here and my little pack of goodies here. Um, locations. Um, Arabian Nights was filmed on location in Turkey and Morocco. How's mm. that? So they actually went there to get some real, some realism happening, which is pretty good. Very cool. Um, and um, there's not too much in the way of uh, crit critiques on it, but yeah. a lot of people, the ones I've got say it was good. Some people think it's a bit long, but it's a long... It's a miniseries. Hello. Yeah, and bear in yeah. mind, guys, if you actually sat and read about Arabian Nights Tales, so um, mm. she didn't just do five... This has five stories in this. We'll, we'll the if, story, yeah. And if you actually read the book, you'll find that she told, like, a thousand and one tales yeah. in the story. And there's five of them. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So it's... um. It's shortened for this miniseries, so be satisfied and be happy about it. A miniseries could, I mean, is made because it is going to be long. It might be three hours or something rather, so two one and a half hour shows, hmm. um, programs. So that's why it's a miniseries. So Anyways. it was too long. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the people they don't know what they're talking about. It's a good thing, and I think it, it was it was long enough. Mm, true. It worked. Mm. So anyway, I'll talk about the story. Without now. further ado, mm. take it away, Sarah. So the story begins where our Sultan is actually having horrible nightmares and is acting all mad and paranoid and stuff like that. And the Vizier J Jaffa, Jaffa, the Vizier, yeah, yeah, Vizier or Brazier. Oh, Vizier, sorry. Anyway, he doesn't know what to do because the only way, you, likely way you can deal with a person who's mad back then is lock them away until the madness ceases. But he's ceases. a sultan, you can't but he's do a this. sultan, you can't really lock someone away because they're of a royal lineage. But there's a bit of a story behind his madness. He's He was married before, mm -hmm. we still come out of the story, uh, and his wife betrayed him and he killed his wife accidentally, maybe on purpose, not yeah. sure. When she was in the arms of her yes. lover, which happens to be his brother. Mm. So, and I think he's been tormented by her death ever since that happened. Yeah, ever since that happened. And so he doesn't trust females yes. now either, you so, see. Mm. Yeah, so he figures that he can marry one of the harem girls in his harem and and, and not, not kill her off the yeah. next morning. And well, there's a reason. He needs to get married again, otherwise, he will lose the sultancy. So that's why he, he's, he's got, he has a, uh, hmm. he's had an impasse, is that the right word? Uh, he has to make a decision. He has to get married, doesn't want to get married for obvious reasons, so he has a plan. Get yeah. married on the way night, have a bit of rumpty bumpty, ride the baloney pony, and knock her off in the morning. Yes, yeah, yeah. so anyway, um, Sherazad hears this news from the harem, from the other girls, and they're all scared because they're worried they'll be, that the sultan would soon get a taste for killing all, you know, all of them. Yeah, bugger. And that would really be very bad for them. Bad habit. Yeah, yeah. And and habits are hard to break. And yeah. Shahrazad, she had a bit of a past with this current sultan. Yeah, she knew him when he was a little boy and they had 
They were best played friends. together when they were children and stuff. So she she had a childhood crush on him, and now that's uh, grown into an uh, adult. Uh, attraction. Yes, yeah. um, mm. a one-sided one at the moment. But well, he doesn't she, trust anybody at the moment. He doesn't even remember it too much. So she persuades mm. um, her father, this um, vizier, to allow her to marry um, the sultan and all that stuff. Yeah. And she comes up with an ideal plan for him to not knock her off the next morning. Meanwhile, um, while this is happening, um, her... His brother is planning on taking over um, the kingdom by force. If necessary. Yeah, he's going to lay siege upon the city. Yes. Yes. So that night, after the the wedding ceremony, yada yada yada, um, she sits down with him and she starts telling her f- the first few tales of hers. Well, and, and cutting off to when it gets yeah. close to morning, cutting We're off to the out of time. to we have to continue it tonight to a, a mm. bit of a um, giving it um, a cliffhanger. I got a question. Go on. If she told stories all night, mm. and in the morning he had to be a sultan mm. and do his sultanly duties, mm. when did he sleep? Good point. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the first story on the agenda was Ali Baba and the Forty Thieves, and it was a pretty awesome story and has the um. What's his name again? Rivers? Yeah, who R- plays Sewell, yeah. Alibaba. And it was a good story. Uh, slightly changes. A little bit changed, but yeah. But uh, it was good. It was the traditional story about Alibaba. Yeah. You know, he, fo- he fo- follows this nasty criminal type guy who's got a secret cave. And he hears him open the cave with the magic word. All together now. Open Saskatchewan. No, no, that's, that's Buzz Bunny, isn't it? Sorry, you're <laughs> Sesame, yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah, moving yeah. on. Um, she gets to the cliffhanger bit, and the Sultan was, is a bit pissed that she's not continuing the story because he's really getting into the story. And he wants to. But um, he then hires nah. his. Um, he see, he, he asked his. Um, his. Pers- his. Um, the. Um, ec- personal executioner guy to kill her on the. On the. On the next morning but uh, he got the curiosity of the story got to him and he says you'll re- you tell you'll tell me the rest of the story t- t- tonight so we'll just delay your um departure from this world for another 24 hours mm. yes anyway so she then tells the rest of the story the next night and then she then adds a bit of extra bit of the st- adds on for the um, next part to the story um, a tale of the poor hunchback, which yeah. becomes an extension to the story. To the first story. Yes. Because, yeah, I mean, uh, that's, it's, it's, it's some sort of segue where she joined the story into the, the previous story by, um, they mentioned um, Ali Baba got married to a girl and the people in this story were the ones who made the dress for yeah. the uh, yeah. the bride in the previous story or something. And this right. hunchback yeah. I mentioned is a bit of a, a comedian for the Sultan and there's an in, it's a bit of a comedy story where um, he gets killed by... No, um, he doesn't get killed. Oh, not he, killed. He, he goes dies. to his place for dinner. Yeah. Uh, he, okay. The comedian is well known and the favourite of the local Sultan or whatever he is. Uh, and he goes to someone's place for dinner. Mm-hmm. He always likes a free meal. Uh, and he, he, he chokes on a fish bone or something or other. Mm. And these people think, oh, he's a favourite sultan. If they think that we uh, killed, killed him. him or he died here, we might lose business. 
So they get the body and they take it was to the, the physician. The, the, the doc, yeah, doctor down the road or next door or something rather, and leave him out the front there, knock on the door and say, oh, our friend's not very well, and they leave him there. And when the doctor comes out, he's a bit nearsighted, he falls over hmm. the uh, dwarf, and they tumble downstairs, and he thinks he's killed him by the fall downstairs. Yeah, and then and he, it goes on and on and yeah, on. Yeah. And then he and his wife take him to um, probably next door, neighbor and shove him down a chimney and there's, there's a chinese guy in there and he thinks this guy's come down down there down there him. to rob him or something rather and he's karate on him and different things and yeah and then he said oh i've killed him man i oh, can't have him in there because i'm a foreigner here and they might put me in jail so i'll take him outside and leave him in the street somewhere yeah and uh, then a drunk man <laughs> um approach gets approached by him and, and, and the body collapses hit, on him yeah and, and he, he thinks he's being attacked again yeah, yeah. And, he, and he hits him and he that's where he gets caught, um, and he gets caught for the caught. Uh, killing of the guy, and he he goes to a trial and they say you're going to be executed. And everyone gets uh, gets feels ashamed and guilty and says no, he didn't do it, I did it. And all these people start saying we killed uh, the the dwarf, uh, the hunchback or whatever. Yeah, and everyone's saying I did it. No, I did it. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, then the weird. interesting really thing good. is the Sultan appears and tells them that no one is guilty and how it was an accident it was an accident a wise man and he, he remarked that the hunchback thought this was would have been a funny funny way to go yeah <laughs> so moving on so moving right along folks so the next story that was added to this one is aladdin aladdin the, and the now we play. all know aladdin yeah dude. and jason scott lee plays aladdin in this and one actually he plays a good role i, I, like, I like him jason scott lee. He's, he's played a lot of interesting roles uh yeah mm. yeah i think this one's one of his best one interesting oh, ones. one of his best ones he, he played tarzan and the one thing i like about this one is it's yeah. pretty much follows the story to the actual well it's to pretty close. yeah it's really close it wasn't over uh, overly done and, uh, Arabia. And, and screwed over and everything. Actually, that's one thing Sarah and I have been talking about uh, uh, well, mm. uh, for years. Uh, the Arabian Nights tales, a lot of them, didn't actually come from Arabia. They came from China and India and stuff. It didn't actually come from Arabia. Well, no. I mean, Aladdin's story came from China. Yeah, it did, yeah. But some of the ones did too. Yeah. Um, same yeah, I could yeah. say for the Thief of Baghdad was never an Arabian Nights tale no, either. no. So yeah, they've, they've imported tales from other places. Yeah, so, yeah. see, all the tales have been merged into yeah. Arabian And that would, that would that, see, they, they would have the Spice Roads and the Silk Road and all the tales would have been going up and down the Spice Roads, the Silk Roads for the merchants and whatever. That's a collection of stories. That's all it is. Mm -hmm, yeah. True. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. as I said before, this is the accurate version of Aladdin because this one takes place in China and not Arabia. Like so many have had been yeah. doing over the over the years i cannot it's name always, how arabia. many versions mm. i've seen that deal with arabian arabia with aladdin yeah put, put the name oh yes the that the contemporary aladdin movie we've done the bollywood one yeah that was in china or northern china well india was or northern china bordering on to Italy, uh, to india that mm. area mm. so they didn't do an arabian version did they yes oh. So at this time, halfway through the story, um, the Sultan gets wind that his brother is going to siege on his kingdom. Yes. Yes. So um, he, he starts to take over by hook yeah. or by crook. Yeah. Mm. And this time, the Sultan is starting to feel like he doesn't feel like the urge to hurt um, Sheikh Hassan now. He yeah, feels he, like he's. He feels like he needs a friend. 
you know, and he's enjoying yeah. the stories, and he's, they often have a chalk between um, the throughout the story. Sometimes, see, all, see, all the stories got a bit of a moral to them, and she's yeah. trying to teach him things to get through his madness and stuff. So, yes. and I think she's strangely, but every night just chipping away a little bit more, yeah. or a little bit. Yeah, more, at one point yeah. when he he nearly lashes out on, at her by taking a sword, and he tries to, he kind of. Slashed it at the pillows, and not tops her. Tops up his feathers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's he says that he I think that deep down he doesn't want to kill her. Anyway, moving well, on. I along. wouldn't. Yeah. She's so, very pretty girl. so the next yeah. story um is called the Sultan and the Beggar, and that's sort of like sort of slightly different from Prince and the Pauper. Just so you know. Uh, yeah, and as she said, and the 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 beggar looked remarkably like you. And the Sultan looked a lot like your brother. Yeah. Oh, that's a fine way to start the story. Yeah, I'm yeah. a beggar now, am I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in this one, it deals that, with um, the um, salt, that Sultan in that story. He was a mean guy. Um, he was a prankster, joker, and he's not serious about anything. And, and no one liked him. And he, he, mm. he thought a good jest would be to put the beggar and make him the Sultan or, for a day. Yeah, so, so you're going drunk, bore him in there. They dressed him up in fine clothes and everything. And, yeah. and he woke up in the morning and everyone was told he is to be treated like the Sultan. It's a joke. And yeah. everyone came to the party and said, oh, Sultan. He said, no, I'm, I'm a beggar. And, yeah. and, and after a day or two, was it? After um, a uh, probably a, a day or, or two, yeah. he then started to, to think, think oh, I, am the I am the Sultan. And he cr- he decreed a few things like they really couldn't make... Things, yeah. yeah, like... Ma- making um, a few um, schools, schools in the big cities. Increases the pay of the army and stuff. And, and, and you know, um, cutting costs in the palace. Yeah, yeah. You know, stop stuff wastage, that, yeah. Yeah, stop wastage. All these good things. And, and that's one of the, the vizier on the way out said, or whatever, he said, hey, we, we, we haven't done as much work with that was yeah, meaning they haven't, they got through a lot of stuff. Yeah, that, in one day. In one day. It's so good. I mean, the other guy was just, did nothing. He yeah. just, okay, same old, same old, didn't care less. Yeah, meaning he didn't really so exactly the, establish what so, these yeah, people so needed. So the people in the court mm-hmm. were starting to be impressed by the beggar who was yeah. pretending to be the sultan. And then yeah. the next mm. day, after the sultan completes his jest... Yeah, um, the sultan gets annoyed with him, so he drugs him. Yeah, he drugs him, and then he sends him back into the streets, and yeah. he's ranting and raving, saying he was a sultan for a day. So yada, lock yada, yada, yada. Locking, locking him up in the nut house, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah. yeah and... Um, the, the Sultan wants to do the jest again for a second time yeah. to screw with his little man, ma- the poor further. man further. And in his state, the beggar takes um, a they sword from his general, from the general, and stabs it into a wall where he hears some laughter coming from he it. He forms a demon there. And, as and it was actually the Sultan who was playing a trick on him. Yeah, and he fo- collapses with a smile on his face. And the funny part is the guys, uh, the vizier and the other guy, yeah. they they didn't care that the sultan was there because they didn't like him. And they thought, well, the, yeah. the beggar mm. is a better sultan than the yeah. sultan was. Yeah. So they said, well, we'll tell everybody the sultan's gone away on a long holiday or something. Yeah, and left uh, him in charge. And left this guy in charge. And he carried on being the sultan. Yeah, and Not he bad. went on to becoming the best sultan in the area. Exactly. While the other one... Cease to exist. Exist in any no one mind. No anyway. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So this is where um, 
the um, he and his army are starting to get their force in order. And as a final story, she then tells him about us about a story about the three princes who have to go on long journeys, separate journeys, yes. in order to find some rare artifacts. Because their um, their fa their father, he said, "Well, I'm getting old, and one of you guys have to take over from me one day, and all I can see you guys arguing all the time will destroy my kingdom." Yes. So he wanted to send them on a quest to get yeah, bring is, back a special treasure. This is yeah. similar to when we did the Thiever Bag. Exactly something similar. To that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where uh, they, he sent um, f the three princes off to other areas in order. Mm. Yeah, and these three items they pick up well, are similar to, similar, yeah. except one for was, was a one of the things that was supposed to be a crystal yes, was actually I, a telescope. Yeah, one was a crystal you could look into, and the other one was a telescope you could look through. Uh, had the magic apple there to heal, and and the flying carpet. Aha, yeah. uh -huh. I wish I had a flying car. It was a moth-eaten moth rug, though. It They could have used a better rug. I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. very... It's um. If it's old and ancient, then well, there's something there. Yeah, it's still a moth-eaten. I, I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. And, the, of course, just like in the other Thiever Baghdad, they 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 get wind that their dad is going to... is dying. He's really sick and dying. So they join forces and they come... All of them get on the magic carpet... And they fly home to see mum and dad, and they heal dad in that lovely... Yeah, the end. And they ruled the Baghdad with peace and yada, yada. And then when Sultan finally passed away, the three sons ruled... Uh, wisely they, well. Ruled wisely, co-jointly, uh, and they, they, their country prospered. Yeah. <laughs> so now the salt, Now this is the fifth story, and the salt, the our current Sultan in the story um, started realising that, that he... What he's um he realizes that 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 he, that's that's Harasai was doing something good for him and saved him from from making the biggest mistake of his life. Yeah, so so he got over his uh, madness a bit and he said, "I'm going to lead my army into battle against yeah. my brother." He then gets wind mm. from some of his spies that that the the dead um, Sultana. Um, She's um, sort of a good luck charm to the yeah. They got her dead body there, lying in state, and getting getting a bit green and smelly by now. Yeah. So the his brother has her dead body, and the and, <laughs> and the army considers her the his army is considers her good luck, and to raise the spirits of the his, sultan's men, they. Um, Shara Harazide suggests that she should ride in battle with her a husband. A live Sultana. And, they th and of course, some of the yes. um, generals guys say this will raise the spirit of their men, yes. making out that they have a live queen while they have a dead queen, yes. which will make a bit of a, yeah, um, very a, bit lucky, of a, a big mm, luckiness. Yeah. So anyway, thanks to Shara stories, it inspires... Um, the Sultan to um, do a surprise attack on his enemy. Yeah, so he he, he made the first he, he made the first um, move, move uh, in the battle. He yeah. didn't wait for his brother to come up there and siege lay yeah. siege against his town yeah, they woke, or city. Yeah, they he woke, went out there. Yeah, they woke really him. really early and yeah. and started um, going in in under the cover of of dawn and knew some of the ideas that uh, the sultan got from Shahrazad in some of the tales sneaking in like this like in Ali Baba the 40 thief snuck in 
and jars of oil and stuff. Yeah, and they they set fire to the camp, and people were sneaking around and and then killing yeah, people. It was a great fight. It was a really good battle. Yes. Yeah, and they got them really where they want them. Yeah. In the end, by the short and curly folks. <laughs> eventually, um, a Sultan kills his brother, and and throughout this 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 war, this moment, this siege, we hear Saharazad telling a bit of a tale. You know, like like she's telling another story, but to whom we may ask. And then she's laying down there. You see, her, her pans or fades in, and she's there with two little children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before that gets down to it, we see um, the dead Shahar, um, dead Sultan, um, Sultana's body that's now, well, it's probably going to probably be buried, it would be um, compost now. Compost, yeah. <laughs> and I like that moment where um, Shahrazad <laughs> and the Sultan, they kiss and hug, you know, on the field of battle and, she, and all that. And then we cut to her telling her kids about the her two the, sons about the, the story battle. of the salt and stuff. So you start to wonder whether the whole movie was like a story within a story within a story sort of scenario, or was she just telling the tale of how she got married to her husband and how they battled against his evil brother? You really don't know. Yeah. It leaves your leaves your mind open to suggestion. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, they beg her her for another story, and she says tomorrow night she'll tell them another story. Yes, just like mm, mm, the end, yeah. as I said. And a lovely. As I said, it's very brief, but other than that, the stories well, yeah, within uh, the stories are really yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, we could have gone in to each of those uh, sub stories a lot in a lot of detail, but what I will say uh, about these type of movies, uh, whether it's HBO or anybody else, it must be really hard to work the sets out and the props and the costumes. It would be a logistical nightmare. You just can't go down to a local shop and buy a couple of shirts, a couple of suits, a couple of dresses and stuff. It's all period stuff. It's going to be all made mm-hmm. uh, if they haven't got stuff in the uh, costumery area for this sort of thing. The props would be a, a nightmare. And then they've actually gone on location uh, over to the Middle East, actually do it, Morocco and Turkey and stuff. I mean, it's a ble- to make a movie such as this, uh, whether mm. it's you know, Arabian Nights or another period-type film, it's a lot of work involved, and you've got to give the guys credit for the, the hard yards. Mm. What do you reckon? Great. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did think it was cool, especially how the st- she meets the storyteller who explains how to hold your audience with the story. He explained the, the intricate ways of telling a story and getting the people sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for the next line or the next sentence. Or, yeah. And in her case, the next instalment tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. kind of cool. It's just like if you were watching uh, a TV show or or and you get to a cliffhanger ending yeah. and... Stay tuned. And then you for have shorts for tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to wait uh, either the next morning or next week to yeah, watch yeah. it. I hate that ones only on once a week. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So wait a week and then and if, if you don't see the one next week, you lose it. Mm. Ah, yeah. Shame. I hate when that happens. It's all like Rose Red. Mm. Now Rose Red was a mini series. That was a three parter. Yeah. <sighs> uh, and I think it was an hour and a half, hour and a half, mm. hour and a half. I think so. You look at four and a half hours worth of filming. If you lost one, if you couldn't see one of those, 
it ruined the whole story. I yeah. agree. Um, mm. But you've got to admit, though, if when, I, I do like... I remember when I was in school and that teacher would read us um, from a book. And, and when we get to the really good chapter, she stops because we had no time to read it all. That's what it was like for me when I was little. We would often read a, um, either like one of... Um, ro- ro- um, what's his name? Um, Ronald Doyle. Roald Dahl. Yeah, Roald yeah, Dahl. Yeah. We used to read some of his books, and uh, when we got to a really interesting part, then that's we'll the leave the rest for another day. Oh yeah, uh, uh, and then we all say, "Oh, we want to read the rest." It's not like Goldilocks with three bears, and. The bears walked in the bedroom or read the rest of the story another day. What do you mean? So the little girl lying in the bed, three bears are going to walk in there and what, they're going to eat her? Play Scrabble? Um, yeah. Dance with her? What are they going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. It is, it's a little hard to take in when you're reading a book like that. Especially oh, not like that. I mean, if yeah. I remember we, we always got into a teaser when, when we either stopped watching or reading a book like from my from my teacher sometimes it's not a book sometimes it's actually um a, a movie we're what or a cartoon we're watching and then they stop at the most important part and then they well we then stop there but 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 no 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 and, no, then no, we went, no. and i don't yeah, know yeah. when the next time we get to watch it yeah that's a bit rude yeah. And I don't even know if the teacher will remember reading it or watching watching. And that's the rest. why kids get really annoyed at the teachers. Yeah. Anyway. I always um, I always got that. And it annoyed me to bits. Anyway, let's get back onto what we're reviewing. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. well what can you what do you want to say about any of it? The actors or well, the production or you know, yeah. I did think it was kinda of cool, <laughs> especially um how um let me see. The the interesting magic part of Aladdin was pretty cool, especially the part where um, oh, he yeah, has yeah. a ba- sort of a battle of of magic yeah, with, two genies. with the genies. Yeah, he had a, a, a ring genie uh, on his finger. Yes, and, and there's also the genie in the lamp, who was supposed to be more powerful. Yeah, and they have sort of a a lot of like the if have you guys seen um, the sword in the stone. The, the Disney yeah, the version. Disney one, yeah, where they had a battle and they kept changing into animals and whatever and same sort of thing. Same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, there's a mouse and there's a cat and there's a dog and, you know, and there's mm. an elephant and then the other one turned into a mouse and scared the elephant. That sort of stuff, yeah. yeah. It was fun, yeah. I thought the ring genie was very funny. Very comedy uh, yeah, yeah, that John Legard was, oh, I can't say his last name. But he's hilarious. Le, Legazama or something like that. He's a, he's a funny guy. Uh, but he yeah. played that role and he played the other genie, which was, I think, more, it looked like more of an animated Jimmy Hansen, something or other. He did the voiceover. It didn't look anything like the other guys. So I'd say, yeah, it's, it's, um, he did the voice for that one, but he did the physical role for the ring genie. But it's really good. He, it's, he, 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 he was fighting himself. <laughs> Very cool. I, Mm, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I did yeah. think it was amusing, but yeah. and, mm. I, and I like the uh, fact that at the end of that story, the um, the ring genie was set free, but the other genie says, um, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna." He I, didn't say f that. He didn't say that. In, okay, not, sorry, mm. I swear. Okay, he, he said, oh, "I don't want to be set free because if I set free, I lose all my power." 
I want to be a powerful genie. I don't want to be a free man with no power. But, he, but he's a prisoner in a lamp. What a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Well, he is. <laughs> well, he, he says he, he'll decide when he wants to be free that, or that not. That happened in the cartoon version. Of the, they, uh, they let him go mm. at the end. Yeah. Um, that, make a wish, make a wish. So, I want something. No, yeah. not getting it. Go away. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really funny. But incidentally, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking this week that not maybe not now or maybe not later on, but but sometime in the future we might do a review with the new Aladdin that came out in two thousand nineteen. Which was that one? Uh, you know the one that Disney's made themselves. Have I lost that one? Yeah, I don't. I uh, don't think you yeah, have. It doesn't ring a bell. And yeah. of course, um, that's a sort of adaption of from the cartoon version that they made. Say back the years Robin ago. Williams one, yeah, okay, yeah. with Will Smith in it, all that stuff. Yeah, oh, Will Smith. Yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. if you're familiar with that, okay. I said so we might, maybe might, not might. now, but why don't we do the Bollywood one? We might. Hey, that'd be different, folks. Bollywood. Again, I'm not gonna. As I said in the past, we're not gonna make this into a theme. No, but every every couple of months we bung one in or something or other. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like a religious one. There's no reason why we can't do religious epic like. Uh, Assessed to be the mill job or something or other. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not peddling religion here. We're peddling good movies. We're talking, reviewing good movies. And Assessed to be the mill made some beautiful uh, biblical epics. He um, did. He yeah. did. Yeah, he did what? Oh. what? We know he did the Ten Commandments. Did, did he do um, Ben Hur? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember either. But those big epics, I mean, they're great movies. I mean, I know he did, um, I think, um, what's it called? Um, Samson Delire, I did think. He? Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe. I, I, I have to check, but I know Cecil made the Ten Commandments, and that always has blown me away. Uh, it that, that's the filming, the sets, the acting. I mean, it brings you into it, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel like it's real. Agreed. I know it's a movie, but you feel like you feel like it's real. You're watching real people, and that's it's really groovy. Yeah, um, I like it. Quite mm. right. Anyway, I, I do like the uh, fact that in this movie that that. I did like the fact that that I did like the um, the chemistry between um, um, Shahrazad and the Sultan. It was it was Actually, nice, and uh, and I like the fact he started warm, warming up to the fact she's did. a nice lady and she's not there to and, hurt him. And, and yeah, not to hurt, not 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 there to hurt him, but to support him. Yeah, yeah in yeah. the original story, I read the actual original um, Arabian Nights Tales, and the well the real story of why his wife what happened to his real his first wife see she lowered her veil to, for someone that's not her husband and you know the rules against um of other men seeing your wife's face which is a very big rule well, in the middle that, east that, well yeah and yeah mm, yeah yeah it's it's pretty it's strange, a very big yeah, strange um, rule over there it's yeah. a big rule over there and do not um let your wife um show her face to other men which is a big I, no-no. I I've often wondered why. I mean, I can understand showing an ankle, a bit of skin, yeah, yeah. Well, flash of a boob, but lifting that, a veil. No, I'm just saying, but just, just staying up with the veil. That's my face. I have two eyes, the nose, the mouth under here. Mm. I just can't well, see it. It's mostly yeah. all that part of... Yeah, no, I just can't see the... Re- I mean, I think somewhere in the... Bible or something, something about a woman's hair. A woman's hair mm. uh, was was a temptation. So yeah, I can understand. Okay, keep your hair covered. Okay, have one of those 
a veil or uh, something around your hair. So yeah. essentially they can't see your hair yeah. uh, and no makeup and stuff. I can understand that, but Any- having a veil... Over your face, so no one can see you at all. Anywho, as we're saying, okay, so he killed her, and and unlike in this story, um, he does make he does um marry all each of each of one of these the harem woman in his harem, what, and of course the next day killed knocks him off and kills him, and when he ran oh. out of harem girls, he then decides to um have one of his vizier's daughters for his wife, uh-huh. and it's lucky that he went with Shahrazad because I don't know what would have happened if it went for he went for her younger sister. Well, she would have been dead probably. Yeah. Luckily, Shahrazad mm. was a bit more um fast. A smart girl. Smart girl. Yeah. And of course, I as. At the end of the story, um, when, well, when way to the end, she, when she had no more stories to tell, she tells her, her husband, the Sultan, that she's heavily pregnant and she doesn't want him to kill her and her baby. Oh, and he then lovely. gets one of his subscribes to write down all, say, set, all the stories she has told him so they're not forgotten. Kept him in a very big book, all that stuff, and keep on record. Thousand one Arabian. Ooh. So, um, he agrees that he won't hurt her because he loves her dearly, and he doesn't want anything happen to exactly. him. Exactly. Lovely. So that's the, what I read in the story. So I know. I'm actually. So was, was there exactly one thousand one stories in the book? Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. That must be a big book. Mm, no Damn. doubt. <laughs> And imagine it was it was like say, um, one thousand and one, one night. Tales. A Bugs Bunny did that too. Mm, only different. One thousand one rabbit tales or something rather. Yeah, yeah, I think Don't it's called. Go. Yeah, but only he didn't do it one thousand. Was he selling tales. books from door to door or something yes. rather? And uh, yeah, somebody Sam was a sultan or something or an yeah. oral speaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, that that that, that, did, that didn't deal yeah. with one thousand one tales. No, or whatever. but, but it made for a good story. Good story, yeah. I love Bugs Bunny. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll, should we rate this movie? Because I can't think of anything else yeah, to say. Yeah, we, we, otherwise we, have, we, we dissect every story from the story of be here all night. Um, I can't think of anything else to say. Me neither. But like I said, <coughs> miniseries. Only I know that yeah. one of the actors, mm. at, I, his name's Jamie... Um, Callus? Yeah, who played one of the princes in the tale. This was the fir- his first movie oh, at okay. the time, so and all that stuff. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, anyway, that's all, that's all I can yeah, think well, of. I was say, you asked me. I thought, I mean, it, when you do a miniseries, it's like a TV series. I mean, it's a different style of filming, and it's somewhere between TV and film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's I think it's good. HBO make a good product. Um, the actors are good. Scenery's good, sets are good, blah, 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 blah. Everything is great. Uh, and it went on location to film it. That, yeah, again, that would cost a lot of money, but it gives you a sense of reality. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to give it... Uh, ooh, nine and a half. I'll, I'll, I'll leave five percent off. Yeah, I'd point a half percent off because, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of room for improvement here and there, but basically it's a good movie. Mm. I'm going to give it um, nine, 9 out of 10 myself. Okay, so 9 and 9 and a half. That's not too bad, yeah. Yeah, so it does make for an interesting story to watch, and it's kind of um, a, 
a great um, fantasy to get into. Yeah, look, that's the whole point. I mean, fantasies are good, and as, but you look at the old fantasies like that, mm. and you look at the James Bond movie, which is fiction. Yeah. There's not much difference. I mean, obviously, one's modern, one's not modern. But right. when you think about it, fiction is fantasy, mm-hmm. and fantasy is just fiction. So, in the crossover periods, but there's just more weird stuff in fantasy. Mm. And uh, yeah, I like yeah, I I, I, I like fiction and um, especially science fiction. Especially the stuff you can do with science fiction nowadays with the computer generated stuff and yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I I do like fantasy for that because it takes you away to somewhere weird. Mm. In many cases, Wait, what's the weirdest one we've seen? Mm, thinking fantasy wise, labyrinth. I'm thinking. Mm. Um, I think um, Eva Labyrinth would, Labyrinth would be a good um, example. Yeah, that's a red snake which had really, really weird. Some of it looks like it's even on stage and stuff. It just looks really good. It works great. Yeah, man. yeah it's um, fantasy's fine. You, you, you say, well, you, you say, well, it might be on stage or something's different there. I don't like that part. But remember, it's not reality. It's not real. Uh, there's no real reference points. Mm. So yeah, it's good fun. Anyway. I've, I'm finished. I'm get, I, I've got nothing more to talk about. Yes, yeah, so um, that's about it for us tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Tell you what, um, it is it is worth a watch. I didn't see whether it's available on Amazon or eBay, but it probably is. That's where we got it from. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. A little while back probably, but uh, yeah, it's um, good value. Mm. So this is about it for us tonight. So this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying we'll see you guys for the next one. Okay. Exactly. Bye for now. Bye. You look at the old fantasies, but 